Hello, my name is Philip Lovesey, and this is my view from the rim. For the past five years, I've been writing a blog sharing personal views of God, the Boy Scouts, and whatever else happened to come to mind. Frequently, I reference my faith, and so let me just say that I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. To avoid the lengthy repetition of the name, I will usually refer to it as the Church of Jesus Christ, the Restored Church, or simply the Church. The opinions of this podcast are simply my own, and in no way do I represent the church when it comes to policy or doctrine. I had thought for my first podcast that I would revisit one of my best written blog posts on the subject, as it is news today. On September 17th, the prophet of the church, Russell M. Nelson, gave a devotional at Brigham Young University that was broadcast throughout the church. The focus was the love of the Savior and how decisions are made regarding policy. In this instance, the handling of the children of LGBT parents. The policy shift announced in 2015 is what the original post that I wrote, Peering Through the Fog, was about on November 6, 2015. Let me just quote part of that post, and then I will talk about it afterwards. Quoting, To sum it up, the church has defined same-sex or gay marriage as apostasy, and as such, certain conditions are placed on their families, in particular the children. Children of same-sex marriages are not allowed to be named, blessed, or baptized as children. And when they turn 18 to be baptized, they must not be living in the household and must disavow the lifestyle. They must also get permission from the First Presidency of the Church. That last part actually is probably the easiest of those requirements. I know it sounds harsh. I don't deny it. And I know that many people are questioning the policy, questioning the leadership, and wondering if this is God's policy, and if so, how can God do this? Any explanation, no matter how logical or how loving, will not satisfy those who are expecting the worst from the church. The church has the same policy towards children of polygamous families. To remember the mission of the church, it is to support families in becoming eternal. If the family is living a life contrary to the teachings of the church, then it stands to reason that the church cannot provide that teaching. It would potentially cause rifts in families between children and their parents. Can you imagine how hard it would be for a child, even if supported by the parents, to live the gospel? I struggle to see how a gay couple would bring forward a child to be baptized or to receive the priesthood. These ordinances, including the blessing of a child, are serious ordinances with eternal consequences and are not to be performed lightly. Which brings me to the loving part. Children of parents who are not members of the church and desire to be baptized must have the permission of their parents with the understanding that the parents will be supportive of their child's decision. A denying by denying ordinances to children in gay marriage households, it prevents the church from getting between the children and their parents. It allows those that choose to join the church as adults to make a fully informed decision. It prevents children from making covenants that have lifestyle obligations. This is the love that a heavenly father provides. When Christ taught in parables, he did so with the intent of teaching those that were prepared to hear 
while those who were not prepared heard a nice story. This is the same love demonstrated in this policy. It prevents children from making covenants that would be contrary to the lifestyle their parents are living. At the proper age, if the young adult desires baptism, once the conditions are met, it likely will be easily accomplished. A change occurred last April, quoting President Nelson. The First Presidency and Quorum of the Twelve had continued to seek the Lord's guidance and to plead with him in behalf of his children who were affected by the 2015 policy. Earlier this year, 2019, they felt directed, he said, to adjust the policy which also allows LGBT parents to request baby blessings for their children and clarifies that local church leaders should treat homosexual immorality the same as heterosexual immorality. This is very key because by treating it in that manner, it no longer is considered to be apostasy. President Nelson listed five truths that he said that we should all pay attention to. Number one, all are sons and daughters of God. Number two, God loves all with perfect love. He is a parent, our parent, after all, our heavenly parent, and every one of his children, he is fully aware of them, and he loves them. Number three, three, some truths are divine and incontrovertible. This is something that many people don't understand. People think that as society changes, well, the church should change as well. God's laws are eternal. Um, They were the same laws at the time of Adam, at the time of Noah, at the time of Moses, and today. Number four, Jesus Christ appoints prophets and apostles. God wants his message to get out. And so he has his spokesman, the president of the church, Russell M. Nelson, as well as apostles on the earth to witness of his resurrection and to witness that the church is a living church, meaning that it has constant revelation from God. And finally, number five, the Holy Ghost confirms divine truths. The prophet professed his love for all of God's children, no matter their circumstances. One thing he did point out again is that God's laws are eternal and do not change, depending on what is fashionable. He then asked those in attendance, as well as those that watched or read his devotional later, to go to the Father in prayer, asking in the name of Christ if he and the other apostles were prophets speaking for God, and also to ask whether the policy and doctrine spoken of are true. Let me add my witness. Look, we are all broken, imperfect people. I do not pretend to put myself above anyone else. Me, I'm just a grad student, wondering what I need to do next, yet feeling very much like I need to share this message. My goal is to try to do this on a semi-regular basis. I know that God lives. I know that Christ died and was born again, as will we in due time. 
I know that if I am faithful in keeping the covenants I have made with God, that I will live in his kingdom. I do know that God has a prophet on the earth, a prophet endowed with keys to speak for the Lord and administer on his behalf, as Peter of old. These things I know, and those are just my views from the rim. My view from the rim is a part of a podcast that will include this one, My View from the Rim, as well as the Snake River Lib podcast, which will deal with more political issues. Thank you very much.